I am a brain in a jar, untethered from time and space, here to bring you grim tales of the future. Enjoy. Do you ever wish you could be beautiful? Like, not just cute or handsome, but legitimately model-level gorgeous? As in, so stunningly attractive, you cause multiple fatal car accidents every time you walk down the street? Then let me introduce you to the fine minds at Uncanny Valley Plastology. At Uncanny Valley, they don't believe in half measures. They realise that fixing a bulbous nose here or a weak chin there doesn't really accomplish anything. Instead, they will scrape off your entire face and replace it with space-age polymers. You'll be left with an entirely new visage, one free from all the blemishes and imperfections that make you human. A face so symmetrical and unnaturally perfect that all who gaze upon it will be moved to tears and or vomit. Uncanny Valley Plastology Isn't it time for you to be as soulless and vapid on the outside as you are on the inside? The R&R diner is either the first or last sign of civilization, depending on which way you're going. It doesn't look like much, suspended between stars and barely able to seat more than 20 at a time. But when the food light is on and you haven't eaten in a century, it radiates the majesty of a palace. That light shines brightly as a ship approaches. The cook counts eggs as an artificial voice fills her in on all she's missed while asleep. Two wars, a depression, eight more colonies, and a new musical genre. Not much for 50 years. Her hair is still wet from the hibernation tank as she pins her name tag to her apron. It says Najat, but everyone calls her Granny, even though she's only 31. But being 31 for 300 years earns you a name like that. She puts a steak on the grill, as a metronome wail of an alarm beats in her ears. She presses the steak lightly with a spatula and flips the switch just above the fryer. The room shakes and settles into silence. The ship is here. Najat pours pancake batter onto the griddle as her thoughts drift to the orders. Peter wants steak and eggs. Rachel, a double stack of pancakes with maple syrup, and the engineers will wait in the ship. She'll send them pie. A timer goes off, and she flips the pancakes, checks the steak, the fat is just starting to melt, and pours the coffee. This is her favourite part of the shift, when time is most important, when the space between success and failure is narrowest, and a wasted minute could linger in someone's half-waking dreams for a generation. She likes the dance of cooking, but she loves the challenge of time. The airlock opens with a hiss followed by a plum of oxygen vapour as Peter and Rachel step inside. Najat sets two cups of coffee on the counter, with cream for Rachel, and begins to stack the pancakes. They're on the counter before Rachel sits down and picks up her fork. 
Rachel waves once as she bends over her plate, holding her wet hair away from her face. Najat hands Peter a towel, and he wipes his face before handing it to Rachel. Granny, Peter says as he settles onto his stool. It's been a while. Najat slides the steak and eggs onto a plate and hands it to him. Has it? It feels like yesterday. Rachel looks up, smiles, then takes a sip of her coffee. The steam fogs her glasses, and she shrugs. Might as well be, she says. What's been going on while we're away? Najat leans on the counter and picks a piece of gristle from Peter's steak. He lightly slaps her hand and waves her away, but he doesn't stop her. He hides a smile behind his coffee cup as she pops it in her mouth and chews. Not much, Najat says, but your music collection's probably out of date again. Peter wipes up an egg yolk with a piece of toast. Another one? Is it danceable? Najat refills their coffee, pulls a pancake off the griddle and takes a bite. Not really, but I like the bass. Rachel pushes back from the counter and pats her stomach. She's looking at the clock above the grill, but her eyes are elsewhere, somewhere in space on the other side of the diner. Where the hell have we been? She says. Peter opens a packet of jam and begins scooping it out with his little finger. Najat holds up a spoon. He shakes his head. Ah, Peter says. The crisis. Najat looks at the clock. Right on time, she chuckles. Rachel snorts, then scrapes syrup off her plate with the side of her fork and licks it. You know what I mean, she mutters. Peter finishes his coffee and sets his mug on his plate. The world happens now when we play catch up later, he says. We are later, says Rachel, as she stands up and pops her back. Najat takes their plates and places them in the sink. I don't know, she says. It'll line up again one day, probably. Peter stands up and straightens his hibernation jacket. As Rachel reaches into her pocket, Najat shakes her head. I'll put it on your tab. You're good for it. Peter puts a finger to his forehead in a mock salute and begins walking towards the airlock. Granny, it's been a pleasure as always. See you in 50 or so. Najat waves before reaching under the counter and taking two pie boxes. She hands them to Rachel. The cardboard is limp with steam and Najat realises her timing wasn't perfect. Next time then. Here you go, peeking in lemon meringue. Rachel takes them, smiles, nods and turns away. Najat waits for a moment, knowing Rachel will turn around again. She does, wiping the fog from her glasses. Her eyes are red. Thank you, she murmurs. Najat takes her hand. They stand looking at each other for a moment before Rachel straightens her hibernation jacket and walks through the airlock. When she reaches the door, Najat raises her hand. Wait. Rachel turns around and raises an eyebrow. Tell them to eat the meringue first. It won't keep. Rachel laughs and pushes the lock release before stepping back through the cloud of vapour. See you tomorrow, Granny. The door closes. We'll catch up, says Najat, as she wipes down the counter. Thanks for listening. The voice of the brain was Sarah Nightmare. 
I Am a Brain in a Jar. It's co-written by Dr. Brandon Winter and produced by me, Klaus Brenner. You can reach us at killallclones at gmail.com. Farewell. Farewell.